0: The Orlando Magic have two wins under their belt, but what do Magic wins look like? That's something we're going to think about, plus some lingering concerns as the Magic gets set for the real test on Monday. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are the Locked On Magic. It is October 29th. It will be October 30th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, the Orlando Magic have two wins under their belt. So what do Orlando Magic wins look like? I think that's a fair thing to ask after two wins with 80 more to go. We'll chat about the common themes of the Magic's two victories and what they'll need to keep doing to win more games, plus the lingering concerns we have as the competition's about to get a little tougher. We'll talk about the Magic's game against the Los Angeles Lakers as well coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast. Covering every single team in the NBA to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Prize the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash on NBA and use code all lowercase locked on NBA. That's locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Okay. It's important to remember we're just two games into this thing. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's feeling happy. No one can be too upset. The Magic have accomplished their goals. the The best thing that could happen is the Magic are two and zero. The Magic are two and zero. So let's let's enjoy that. Let's respect that. Let's let's enjoy, let's have that. But understand. But put it in the proper context. You know, they played the Rockets i you know, they're, they that's on my TV behind me right here. Tie game, middle of the fourth quarter as I'm recording this uh, against the Warriors. Um, they played the Rockets. They played the Blazers, two teams that are probably not going to be among the best teams in the league. I think that's safe to say. Um, so you take that for what it is. Still, uh, as, as, as I've known, as we've all kind of noted, it, it's better to be sitting here 2 and 0 having beaten the teams that you kind of should beat than to be 1 and 1 and be thinking, huh. Well, what's real and what's not? Perhaps we could still sit here and ask what's real and what's not because we don't know. You know, Last time Magic started 2-0 was 2021. They ended up going 4-0 and that year for the first time in franchise history and then won 18 more games the rest of the year or something like that. And that's obviously the COVID-shortened season. There's obviously the injuries to Markel Fultz. A lot of things happened in 2021 we don't need to talk about. But it, that point does remain that it is just two games. Still, we need to learn from each game. We need to sit here and say, okay, what can we draw out from this game? What's what, What's important about this game? What matters about this game? And what's going to help us grow and develop? What's going to help this team get to where it needs to be, where they're winning 38, 39, 40, 45, 48, however many games left? we are starting to see patterns and and, and you kind of look at it like, you know, two dots can be connected by a line, you know, two makes a trend, three makes a pattern. So we are beginning to understand who this team is. And, And I think maybe now isn't like the perfect time to do this, but what do magic wins look like? Because we had two very different games to start the season. We had a blowout win over the Houston Rockets. We had a Gutsy, gritty, ugly game against the Portland Trailblazers, and both of them told us something about this team. The most important thing is the thing that I talked about on Friday nights or Saturday mornings episode of Locked On Magic. If you didn't, if you missed it, uh, I am going to do weekend episodes after games. You could go back into our archive. You could go back into the archives and listen to it if you haven't already. Good times, like right after the right after the game ended. Um, as I said, then learn lessons while winning. Um, but we could clearly see this team is going to be as defensive-minded as they have said they would be. This team is going to lean on its defense to win games. And they're going to do it in the exact way they told us. Early, stat, early season stat alert here. The Orlando Magic are giving up 32 points per game in the paint this season. That's second in the league. I care less about the number because that's going to fluctuate wildly, and more about the rank at this point. Because uh, two games at least shows a level of consistency and shows where we're ranking among the rest of the league at this point. Um, You know, everyone's stature could be wild. Like again, early season stat alert, it is what it is. But this is the central theme of the Orlando Magic's philosophy. Jamal Mosley has said it. We want to be a team that attacks the rim, that attacks the paint. We want to be a team that protects the rim, protects the paint. And so for me, when I look at a box score, when I think about, okay, what is a sure sign that the Magic is going to win a game? The first thing that I look to is at the very bottom of my of the official box score sheet, if you know how to get it, points in the paint. If the Magic win that, keep their opponent under 45 Let's say 45. They haven't they, they haven't given up more than 40 so far this year. Keep that under 45, and then all of a sudden you got something interesting. That's pr- a pretty sure sign that the Magic are going to win. To this point, we got to give Wendell Carter a ton of credit so far. Um, let me pull up the stat here because I've said it like 20 times today and, and have not memorized it. Uh, according to Second Spectrum... Uh, let's see, where did it go? Where did it go? Where, did it, go? where did it go? Here it is. Uh, according to Second Spectrum teams are shooting just three for 12 at the rim against Wendell Carter. And look, he was around 56%. So that's going to change. That number's going to change. But so far this season, Wendell Carter has been locked down at the rim. And 12 attempts, six attempts per game against him is a pretty big number. He is someone that is not a huge rim protector or a huge shot blocker, but he has been locked down at the rim. And if that's something that continues, then yes, this team is going to be really good. We've seen Jalen Suggs be a disruptor on defense. So what do magic wins look like? Well, it starts on the defensive end. Obviously Orlando hasn't given up a hundred points in the game yet. That's going to change, but that's been the hallmark of the team so far. And guess what? That's the identity that Jamal Mosley wants this team to have. That's who this team is ultimately going to be. So much as it is not always the prettiest basketball, uh, it's certainly you know maybe not what the TV people want. This team is going to go as far as its defense goes, and so far teams haven't shot the ball well against them. Obviously, we saw Houston uh, make five three pointers in the first five minutes of the third quarter on Wednesday in the opener. That got them back in the game, and Orlando put their foot down and 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 won that thing, and, and played with a ton of poise. They played with a ton of poise uh, against the Blazers too. They gave up multiple double-digit leads. They never really could run completely away. And yet, they stood tall. They won the game in the end. They took care of their business. To me, that's that's really impressive. Uh, and that poison maturity, I think, is something this Magic team started to show a little bit more toward the end of the season but was inconsistent last year. And to see the Magic show it twice in two games so far, I, I think, is, is a good thing. I'm not going to knock a good thing when I see it and And, knowing that you need that poise to defend at a higher level, it's a good thing because that's the backbone of your defense, that no matter what all chaos is going around you, your defense takes care of the work. Your defense is what leads. The magic are leading with their defense. And obviously, that's been the biggest takeaway from the season so far, from two games, two games. Not a lot. This is what magic wins are going to look like. It's always going to be about the defense because as improved as this offense might be, and I'm going to chat about the offense here in a minute, as improved as this offense might be, this team is going to bet on its defense to win at ballgames. And that's that's been the story so far too. So about that offense then. Let's chat about lingering concerns, talk a little bit about where the offense stands through two games, uh, and how the Magic can still keep building. We'll get to that coming up here and preview tonight's game against the Los Angeles Lakers as well. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, uh, daily fantasy games can be so confusing. It, they can. It's it's just true. They got the salary cap thing. You're not quite sure who's scoring points. You want simple because simple means you win. And prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season and this basketball season. All you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. It's really that easy. Prize picks offer so many great, Great, great options for you. Whether you're trying to play NBA, NFL, really any sport and any stat category too. You could do points, you could do rebounds, you could do points, rebounds, and assists combined. They do that. They 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 offer projections on that too. All you have to do is pick the player you want, look at the projection, and decide whether they will get more or less than that projection, and then you enter that into your into your little little pool into your entry, and then you have your chance to win. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value and look, if you're doing a Prize Picks entry of 4 or 5, all you have to do is get 3 right to win with the taco with the with the Taco Tuesday, they essentially for the for the most part give you one. It's it's really that easy and it's absolutely the best way to go. PrizePix now even offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this season. Go to prizepix.com slash on NBA and use code locked NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, go to PrizeFix.com slash locked on NBA. That's locked on NBA with two N's locked on NBA and use code, same deal, locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. The NBA season is still new. So get the lowdown on every team in the NBA. The Locked On Ultimate NBA Season Preview is here to do that. It's a six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On NBA team shows. From contenders to tankers, we go in-depth into the biggest storylines heading into the season. If you want to know the lowdown on all 30 teams in the NBA, the Ultimate NBA Season Preview is for you. Catch all six episodes on Locked On NBA on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course... Go back into our archives uh, from right before the season started. You can hear my contribution with the up-and-comers, the comers and goers. I forget what we titled the episode, but I'm not in the tanking group this year, which is very exciting for me. Uh, You can check that out on our feed as well. Check it out. The Ultimate NBA Season Preview is here. There, you know, when we look back at 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 the projections for the season, um, the Orlando magic were a trendy pick to make the play in. And, 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 you know, you ask anyone, most of them will say, look, this magic team is coming. I don't know when they're coming. I don't know when they're going to make that breakthrough, but this is a group that has talent and it has a lot of pieces that, that can come together very, very quickly. Um, I think most of us would agree with that. I, I think a lot of people would agree that this is a team that, that has a lot of potential and, 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 and it, it's not a matter of if they make the playoffs and make a long playoff run. It's a matter of when we can all see it. We can all sense it. We can all feel it. Uh, but there, there were some doubts about this season. Um, you know, some of it founded, some of it not so founded, I, I would say. Um, a lot of people questioning the, the guard rotation. A lot of people questioning the offense, especially. Um, and, and whether how far and how good you think the match can be is probably based on how developed do you think this team's offense can be? I will sit here and say, I was glowing about the offense in the preseason. I loved what I saw offensively from this team in the preseason and really thought, okay, if, if the, you know, we'll see what real defenses do against this. But if the Magic bring this intensity, this togetherness into the regular season, we're going to have a, a much stronger offense. And, and look, I will stand by this prediction and it's too early in the season to really care so much about the numbers, but the Magic's offense is doing fine. Um, I will sit here and say, I do think the magic end their streak, they will be outside the bottom 10 in offense. They will be in the top 20 first time that'll happen since 2012. I do think that's going to happen, but if there is still a lingering concern about this team, and, and I think Friday night began to show hints of, of that it's that the offense can stagnate and that the offense may not be able to execute it at the highest levels. Um, the biggest concern for the Orlando Magic has been turnovers. And to their credit, 18.1% turnover rate all of last year, 15.9% turnover rate this year. That is a healthy improvement. They're about middle of the pack in the league for the start of the season. Again, small sample size theater here. Um, but if that continues, if the Magic are able to kind of stick stick around 15 turnovers per game, 15% turnover rate, they'll probably be better be fine. Uh, That'll probably be enough to help their offense just enough. Again, like I said last week, um, turnovers are just taking away shot attempts. But the question is, can the magic sustain this offense can sustain whatever they're doing offensively without consistent three point shooting. And and that is still the big question. Um, The magic have not shot the ball well. And so far they've been fine offensively. They've got a, a uh, uh, 113. I think it's a 113.9 offensive rating, but they did just come off a game where they scored only 39 points in the second half against the Portland Trail Blazers team whose defense is inconsistent. Uh, to be polite, now again, again, they won the game. That's all we're going to care about in the end. That's that's all that matters. But at this early stage of the season, we are looking for ways for this team to overcome. So far this season, the Orlando Magic are 18 for 62 from three. 29. That's not good to say the least. Now, I think the quality of those three point shots have been fine. They're averaging 31 threes per game again, which is a low number. They were, at, I think, 38 in the first game. They were like a 28 in the. Uh, that, that that math doesn't add up, but they they're taking they, they they at least showed hints that they are willing to take more threes. And obviously, um, but uh, I didn't check. Like, I'm not gonna check check live here on on camera, but Um, The Magic took nine corner three-point attempts in the game against the Rockets. They made only one. Um, And so, you know, corner threes, I've been big on this thing because that's a sign that, A, you're passing to all because you can only get corner threes off passes. Uh, And those are the highest percentage threes in in, in the game because it's closer. Those are high-quality three-point attempts. You want those three-point attempts. Magic averaged 6.3 per game last year. They got nine in the opener. That's pretty good. Um, you know, again, they were at 12 per game, 6.1 per game in the first half of their preseason games. Um, you know, that we expected that number to come down. If they're getting nine corner threes per game, they're probably doing something right. I would also note that the Magic, unlike in the preseason when they were passing the ball really, really well, have kind of gone back to the dribble handoff based offense and uh, are not passing the ball nearly as well. Um, according to early stats, the Magic are back in kind of they're they're better than they were last year, um, but still in the bottom 10 in the league in passes per game. And that's just raw passes per game, um, according to second spectrum. That's not necessarily correlative with better offense, but I, I do think more effective passing, I do think more more ball movement is ultimately going to help this magic team. They're they're you can watch the games, they're not passing the ball nearly at the level or the smoothness that they were passing the ball with in preseason. Again, some of that is defenses are tightening up some of that is the magic are running some different stuff you know the, uh, more a- outside their base kind of stuff um they're kind of again they my concern is they've reverted a little bit back to uh the kind of ball the 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 ball stopping dribble handoff type offense that they ran uh, i know during the portland game on friday i was really frustrated because they weren't getting into their sets quicker quickly enough you know a lot of a lot of times getting in their sets at like starting their sets at like 14 13 seconds they need to be at 18 They need to be starting their sets at 18. When when teams talk about pace, that's what they're talking about. When do you initiate your set? And Portland did a good job putting some token pressure the same way the Magic like to put token pressure on, on guards to slow down that offense and and make sure that they're not running their stuff really, really well. Orlando is at their best though. When they're getting downhill, getting to the basket, getting to the rim and and passing the ball out of that. That's when they're at their best. They're not at their best in the half court when they have to kind of try and wedge themselves and, and find some space. Um, They got into a rhythm a little bit at points in the game against Portland, but not consistent enough. Um, And so at the end of the day, you know, the Magic are ranked pretty fine offensively overall. You know, scoring 116 points in a low possession game against the Rockets will do that. Um, So, you know, we're still still learning about this team. We're still learning what this team needs to do. And the lack of three-point shooting, the lack of three-point makes at this point is at least marginally concerning. Again, we we never expected this team to be a dominant three-point shooting team. That's that's not who this team is. We never expected that. We did expect some improvement. And, and while I think the quality of the three-point shots has gone up and, and the kinds of three-pointers they're taking have improved, the results aren't there yet. And so the question is, can the Magic keep up the other elements of their offense? Because uh, they're getting to the line plenty still. Can the Magic... Get get keep up these other elements of their offense that are working, while still while waiting for this three point shot to turn. Um, You know it. You know I, I think ESPN noted in their impressions of the first week it was just there was a lot of hand wringing about the Rockets, and they're like, look, the Rockets got beat by thirty, and the Magic didn't even shoot well from three. It wasn't three point luck that they lost by thirty, and that was a big concern for the Rockets. The Magic are winning these games without the three point shot can they shoot better they certainly can shoot better than 29% um we expect them to be at like 33 if they can get to 34 35% that's that's a huge win for this team um so i think there are better three point days ahead and that's what i think we're really going to figure out what this offense can be and, and again what the level is you know we're we're still two games into this thing we don't know what the baseline is what our level is quite yet but again like i said we can see we can see some patterns developing obviously though we're seeing these patterns develop against teams like Houston, against teams like Portland. Dole, like No offense to those guys. Love my guy Jackson from Lockdown Rockets. Love Mike from Lockdown Blazers. That's not the teams the Magic want to be competing with. Against yes, those are the teams the Magic expect to beat. What the Magic have to do to beat the Lakers and why this game is going to tell us a lot. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... A quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So I don't think they posted the Magic Lakers line yet because the Lakers play uh, tonight against the Kings. Uh, or they, they're they playing right now as I'm recording this at least. Um, so I don't want to have that to share with you. We'll have the graphic up uh, around noon, uh, a little bit after noon on, on Monday. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NBA season right. Continue your NFL season right and check it out today. FanDuel's official partner of the NFL. All right, the Orlando Magic versus the Los Angeles Lakers as the road trip continues out west. Um, you know, I, who knows what's real at this point? Like, I I, just, I spent 23 minutes here talking about patterns and, and what we've seen from the team so far. But we we don't know what's real quite yet. Um, we don't know, like certainly against quality competition. And so this game against the Los Angeles Lakers is a really really interesting game. It's to me it's almost not about winning and losing. Like I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um it, it yes, you want to win. Wins matter, wins count. But this early in the season, it's still not quite about your opponent. It's still about you. And so what I want to see is I want to see how the magic execute against a team like the Lakers. You know, uh, let me let me put my keys to the game up here. It's a lot of stuff we've talked about already. The Magic have to win the paint. I'll start at the bottom. You know, for the sake of consistency, I will start with number three. Uh, win the paint is obviously the big thing. That, you're going to see that key a lot. Win the paint. You know, control the glass, number one on my list here. Magic really struggled with offensive rebounds, uh, giving up offensive rebounds in the loss and the win over the Blazers. That's been something that's been inconsistent about this group for the last few years. It's going to be a big part of this game. The ability to control the glass, facing up against a guy like Anthony Davis uh, is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a huge challenge for Wendell Carter. But the big key to me is number two, smooth operators on offense. Can the Magic execute their offense efficiently and effectively against a good defensive team in the Lakers? Here's some early season stats for you. The Orlando Magic are fifth in the league entering Sunday's games um, in deflections according to NBA.com's hustle stats. They average 18 deflections per game. That tracks, right? The Magic are a really good defensive team. They're really disruptive. They're really long. We expect that. Um, you know, that Jalen Suggs had four steals in Friday's game. He's averaging three, three point something deflections per game. He's he's like in the 20s. He's like in the 20s or teens, I think, uh, in terms of deflections per game. This is a disruptive team. This is a team that's going to get after you and, and really make things hard. So are the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are fourth in the league at 18 and a half deflections per game. Again, entering Sunday's games. Same deal with actually Tuesday's opponent, the LA Clippers. It's going to be a consistent theme for the next two nights. The Clippers lead the league with 21 and a half deflections per game, according to NBA.com's hustle stats. Now those numbers aren't everything just because you're not, you know, Steve Clifford, We used to talk to Steve Clifford. I would give him the deflection stats from NBA.com. He'd say, oh, no, our our numbers are different. So coaches count deflections differently than, than the NBA's website does. But it gives us a snapshot of what these teams are doing defensively. The Magic are a team that is very concerned with turnovers. And so being able to execute their offense against a quality defense is going to be the big challenge. I talked about those lingering concerns about the offense. This is a game for the magic to prove themselves. Again, it's it's almost not as important whether they win or lose. It is important that they win or lose, but it's not as important. What we need to see at this stage of the season is that they can do it. They can execute at a higher level. They can play with a team that is expected to be in the playoffs and frankly a Lakers team that expects to compete for a championship. You want to split those games. Like if you're 500 against the best teams in the league, especially in a position where the Magic are going to be at, you're probably going to be okay at the end of the day. Orlando's proven to some extent that they can beat the teams they should. They did not have their best game Friday night. They still won that game. Little nervy, but fairly comfortably. How do they do against a quality opponent? And again, it's easy to get up for the Lakers. It's easy to get up for playing at Crypto.com Arena. That's one of the premier stadiums in the league, a, a, a stadium that everyone dreams about playing it, playing in. It's not, you know, no offense to the Amway center. If that building is not at the level of, 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 the, the building formerly known as the Staples center. Um, This is a chance for the magic to prove themselves. Can Wendell Carter stand up to Anthony Davis? He's going to have his hands full. So can everyone kind of fill in for the defense that Wendell Carter may not be able to bring because he's got to worry about Davis. Can Franz or Paolo, do anything with LeBron James. That's a real question we're going to have to ask. You know, is Jalen Suggs going to be able to neutralize Austin Reeves after what Reeves did to the Magic in the game in Los Angeles last year? These are all legitimate. These are all fair questions that we don't know about this team because, frankly, the best player they've played so far is Fred Van Vliet. No offense to Jalen Green. No offense to DeAndre Ayton. The best player they've played so far is Fred Van Vliet. And Fred VanVleet's a very good player. And Dylan Brooks probably had the best game for the Rockets in that game. But he's not LeBron James. He's not Anthony Davis, who despite that scoreless uh, half in the game against the the Nuggets, is having a very good start to the season. Uh, A very, very impactful player. Now, the Lakers will be on a back-to-back. They're playing in Sacramento as I'm recording this. So if there's a major injury that changes everything or a player is held out because it's a back-to-back or whatever... Follow me on Twitter to get the latest info on that. Um, This is a game where the Magic have to show what they're capable of. We've been saying it. I've been saying it to everyone who will listen. Like, yeah, the Magic are 2-0. But we're going to find out a lot about this team on Monday and Tuesday night in Los Angeles. We're going to find out just how competitive. I don't want to say just how ready. But just where this team is at compared to two teams. That are championship level teams. That's yeah, again, if they lose both these games, not the end of the world. Learning lessons, important experiences, important things to say. Okay, we've still got work to do. And look, even after the win against Portland, we all know this team still has work to do. This is just a measure. This is just a small measuring stick to say, okay, how do we measure up against these teams? What do we really need to work on? And can we elevate our game to reach theirs? Because these are the teams we're chasing. They're yesterday in the other conference, but they're at the level we're chasing as as, as a Magic team right now. And that's what this game and that's what the next game is going to be all about at Crypto.com Arena for the Orlando Magic. Again, I'm going to be contradictory here. It's not so much about winning and losing these games. You want to win them, obviously. I I hope they can win them. It's about showing they can compete at that level. And if they can, that's going to be a huge confidence boost for a te- for this team as they finish this road trip, because no offense to Utah Jazz, that's a game I expect the Magic to win. won't be easy, but I expect that, them to win that game. And then coming back home for a big homestand to start building your record up a little bit. And I know that homestand includes a game in Mexico City, but we got to start, you know, the first part of this Magic schedule is really, really tough. Finding wins, starting to build confidence, starting to build that, that cache of wins is going to be really, really important as we start to see how these play-in races start to start to develop. And obviously, the in-season tournament's going to be right around the corner too. Those games are going to feel very big as well. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. underscore Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in, him Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places in all podcasts to your Podcast enabled listen device relates on the Orlando Magic. Please sure check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter and get in game updates at Oh Magic Daily. Don't forget too to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. On the Patreon page today, I posted my plays of the game from Friday's game against Portland Trailblazers. I broke down Wendell Carter's verticality and how Jalen Suggs is just a chaos agent on defense. You can check that out by subscribing to my Patreon page at patreon.com/orlando slash magic hub. That's good, dude. For me today, though, I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For my everyday crew, you can check uh, to, for my everyday crew. We're going to talk about the Magic's game against Los Angeles Lakers tomorrow. Always fun. Stay up late. That that post that will be going up around two two thirty in the morning. I'm I'm, I'm not joking. I'm going to get that get that out to you shortly out not shortly after but after the game ends. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On.